0: In this episode, we're going to look at why you need to dump those underperforming Facebook ads and focus on a different type of ad, one with a double D, and I'm not referring to a bra size. This ad is where you're going to find lots of hidden gold. Keep listening. Welcome to Sales Without Socials. If you too are mentally exhausted from the constantly changing algorithms, you're not going to return on the blood, sweat, and tears you put into your social media efforts, and know there must be a better way to market your business, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Tanya Williams. I love pink, wearing 4 inch heels, and being the sparkly chief of everything at Digital Conversations. In the last six months, I have transformed my business growth by doubling down on the marketing strategies that actually work and that doesn't include Facebook ads, reels or silly TikToks. So if you're like me and you're sick of being on the social media hamster wheel and want to focus your time on marketing strategies that don't suck your time without a result, then make sure you subscribe and keep listening. Are you with me? Let's dive in and oh, you know what? Let's have a little bit of fun along the way. welcome to the Sales Without Socials podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Williams, Chief of Everything at Digital Conversations, a Brisbane-based marketing consultant and trainer helping B2B service-based business owners with simple marketing tactics to generate new business and increase the eyeballs on your brand. Before I deep dive into today's episode, I'd invite you to download Social Free Sales, which covers seven ways to supercharge your sales without a single social media post. Now, these are just a few thought starters, and I'm going to cover more of these on future podcast episodes. Plus, I'm also going to cover a load more marketing tactics that don't include Facebook ads, reels, or silly TikToks. Go to saleswithoutsocials.com.au and grab your copy now. Hey, it's Tanya Williams here, Chief of Everything at Digital Conversations, and welcome to another episode of Sales Without Socials. I hope the sun is shining wherever you are, or if it's nighttime, hopefully it is a beautiful, lovely evening for you. Now, today I am going to talk, to talk about ads with a double D, not one D. <laughs> uh, and that is not a brass size I am referring to either. I think there is way too much focus. And energy put into Facebook and Instagram ads. Now I see too many B two B service based businesses thinking that they are the holy grail that's going to solve all their problems. We just need to run some Facebook ads, and that's going to generate all this traffic and all these leads and all this new business. And that is far from the case. And anyone who's run ads should know that right away. Now we uh, there's a reason why they aren't as effective as what they used to be. Now ad prices are increasing and eyeballs are decreasing which is never a good mix um, and that's only going to get worse so you used to be able to generate leads for a few cents now that is practically impossible to do Um, and it makes total sense right so if you think of the law um, law of supply and demand the more demand there is the higher the price but usually the supply is limited although you probably wouldn't think so from the number of ads that clutter up your feed right (laughs) But ads are out of control and I know I spend so much of my time either click hide or reporting the scams than anything else on Facebook now and it drives me absolutely crazy and I'm sure it does. You too. Unless they are highly relevant, which most of them are not, they are super annoying and they really take away from your experience on the channel, right? Um, Which is another reason why the numbers are declining on these platforms. So, Look, ads can work well for e-commerce stores and, and hospitality in certain sectors. However, you need to be mindful of the cost per lead that it generates for you and also the repetitive nature um, to your target audience. Now, I have a few fashion stores that I follow, but I see their ads way too much. And often the product they're promoting is already sold out by the time I actually want to go and buy it. So they're spending all this money and time and effort to get me to see their ad, to send me to their website. And when I get there, it's already sold out because the ad's been running too long or they've had a limited um, amount of stock. So they're not actually getting a good return on investment on those, are they? And they're annoying me at the same Time. So, you need to be mindful of why you're using ads and when, and um, you know, if they are the right fit for you. So, instead of focusing on Facebook and Instagram ads, I would suggest you focus on another kind of ad, and that is adding people to your database or mailing list, whatever it is you want to call that. So, why is adding people to your database that important? Well, You know, the whole point about doing this is you can add prospects, leads, potential clients to your database, which you have 100% control over. Your database is your database and no one else has a say in it but you. You can also communicate with existing clients, so have multiple touch points and reminders um, that you can be having with them on a regular basis you can start conversations with past clients. Now, you never know when they might need to engage you for another project. And you also want to make sure you stay top of mind with them, right? And you can also connect with referral partners and collaborators. So, you know, there's tons of good reasons there just in itself to be building your own database uh, of people that may or may, may want to do business with you at some point in the future rather than focusing on ads to a cold audience of people who have probably never heard of you before. So why is this so effective? Look, this is not a new thing, right? This has been around for a long time, but I think what happens is business owners have forgotten the power that your own database on your own list actually has in that marketing mix. Okay, so we need to get back to basics with some of this stuff. So many people I speak to don't have a simple database or a simple way of generating um, leads to get people onto their database, but yet they're going and looking at fancy technology and funnels and um, you know spending ridiculous amounts of money on SEO or Facebook ads when they just haven't got what they need set up um, as a foundation piece to start with. So think of um, having a list as part of your marketing foundation because it very much is so. So why is it so effective for business owners? Well, for a start, if you've got existing clients on your list, they are a warmer lead for you. They're already a client, right? So they've already done business with you and they already know you um, and know you well. So it's a great touch point and a reminder about maybe some of the other services you have and so forth. You can also nurture and build a relationship with potential new clients. So you may have met people at various events. They might have emailed you at some point about your services and inquired about working with you. Um, It could be someone you know through a different network, whatever it might be. We're constantly meeting new people that we can put onto our list, right? So having um, an, an actual list and doing something with it is a way of nurturing and building a relationship with people that you don't see regularly. You can also send email blasts um, that educate rather than sell, which is what you should be doing. And by doing that, you're adding value and helping those people grow their business. So that makes you an important part um, of their world. Now, they're already familiar with you on some level usually as well. So whether they have met you at an event, they've listened to a podcast and so forth, there's a familiarity level there, which means that they're starting to already build trust and become familiar with you. They also cost nothing to do, okay? Most, plat- most of the email platforms um, out there start off, um, you know, as free. So unless you've, you've got a pretty big list, it won't cost you anything to do um, and send out regular emails to these people. And guess what? Email still outperforms social media for ROI for most businesses. So many people say email's dead. Guess what? It is far from being dead and I guarantee that most service-based businesses get a return on their email investment over their social media investment. And guess what? Most people check their email first thing when they wake up. Yes, they usually check their email before social media. So it makes sense to be creating a list and communicating with people regularly. Now, I want to share a couple of examples. Now, these are real-life examples of things that have personally happened to me and why building a list is so important. So a couple of years ago, I was doing some training with a recruitment client down in Melbourne. And um, they had mentioned to me in part of our conversation that they had 80,000 people on their database. And I was like, wow, 80,000 people, that's huge. What are you doing with that? Oh, not much. We send out, you know, an email um, when we're looking for candidates and we just blast everyone with that. And that's about all. And I nearly fell off my chair and went, you've got 80,000 people sitting There that you've either done business with or have inquired with you at some point, they've been a client or a candidate and you're not communicating with them, that is just insane. 80,000 people is a huge database and to not be active on it and not using it properly is just letting a whole bunch of gold go to somebody else. So that's one simple example and that, believe me, is an example I hear very often where people have this list, they don't do absolutely anything with it. And then they want to say that email working doesn't work because they're not doing email marketing. Another couple of examples are really to do with tradespeople. Now, tradespeople are really, really bad at this. So if you are a tradesperson or you know one, please tell them to get this one basic thing set up. Now, a couple of examples here. So we had a guy came and knock on our door a couple of years ago who um, would clean your driveway, so high-pressure cleaner and stuff like that. Ours looked terrible at the time. i like, definitely want that service. Yep, booked it in, come back. He did a fantastic job. I never heard back from him ever again. So he could have easily added me to his list because a couple of years later we needed the driveway done again and I could not remember for the life of me who the hell this guy was or where he was even located because he never stayed in touch with me. And it would have been very simple to do by just sending me an email once every six months, for example, and I would have known exactly who to talk to. The exact same situation happened with a car detailer. Um, We needed to get um, our car detailed. I had all this stuff all over it. The guys did a fantastic job. It wasn't expensive. And I was like, yep, definitely use you again. Same thing. Didn't hear anything from them ever again I forgot the name of the company I couldn't find them in my emails and I went it's guess what it's all too hard they've missed out on more business for me and electricians I had same sort of thing we had an electrician that did some work we needed some more work done who was that person we used can't remember can't remember and again lost business because they never bothered to stay in touch with me now I'm not going to want to hear from those guys every two weeks um, but once a quarter or, or twice a year just to remind me that they're about would would have been such a simple simple thing for them to do okay and i would have remembered and would have gone oh yep awesome that was the company and i'm going to get them back in and and they can come and um do that service for me again so if you are a service based business provider this is the power of tapping into existing clients using a, a database okay so add that person to your database contact them on a fairly regular basis because why are you spending all this money trying to market your business to new clients when you've got a whole bunch of past clients that are already sitting there who have already used your service they already know you and can probably use your services again like that just makes so much sense to me and it just baffles me that so many businesses particularly service-based businesses just neglect them and just forget about that simple thing now, social media is not where you want your followers to be, and there's a number of reasons for that. You don't own your social media page or your followers. Facebook, your Facebook page is owned by Mark Zuckerberg. You do not own it. They can turn that off at any point in time. You don't own your content on there as well. So once you sign up and you're using these platforms, they can take and use your content wherever they like. So you technically don't own it once you put it up there. And you have no no control over who sees it and when? So again, because of the way the algorithms work, work, you don't know who's actually going to see that. So what you want to be doing on social is to encourage people to go and join your list. So how can you move them over from social media to your list? So you can add, you know, put different incentives in place. You can be promoting lead magnets where they have to give you your give an email address to get the, um, the lead magnet. Exclusive content as well, sharing content that is only available um, you know, through email is another great thing. There can be bonuses. You could offer a free consult. You know, you could tie it in with a charity like B1, G1 and say, you know, the more people we have on a list, the more we give back um, to these causes. So think about ways that it will work for you. And again, maybe not all those examples are going to work for you, but how can you move those followers off social media into your database? Because you think about it. Say, for example, you've got a thousand people that follow your Facebook page. When you post something out to them because organic reach is so ridiculously low, you might post something up one day and you might get five people that see it, okay? You could send that same email to th- those same thousand followers or that same message out to a thousand followers and guess what? I guarantee more than five people are going to see it, right? Uh, not Obviously, not everyone's going to see it, but even if 10% opened it, you are already a well in front, of people that are going to see that message and perhaps react to it in some way. So see how those numbers, um, you know, are quite basic and they just don't add up in the favour of ads um, or posting things. The amount of money that people are spending on Facebook ads, and I've had conversations with people that have spent thousands of dollars a month, got very little return, if any, um, and they haven't even tried to, to build their database um, or do anything with a list. They've just gone straight to spending this huge amount of money. Now, if some, I wish I had a marketing budget of $5,000 a month. What I could do with that, um, there are so many different things and I can guarantee that would not be getting spent on Facebook ads. So how to grow your followers or your fans or build your list. There's lots of different ways to do this. Probably the most common one that you're going to hear about is lead magnets now a lead magnet? In its simplest form, is basically just a way of swapping valuable information for an email. And look, you would have done it yourself, um, no doubt. You would have downloaded. You might have downloaded it from my site or one of the many sites out there where you download a PDF book um, or guide. In return for your email address, that's a lead magnet because what that does is give me your information so I can then send out more relevant information to you, build a relationship with you and nurture you over time. Okay. That in itself is so powerful. And we're going to talk about that in another um, episode and we'll go a bit deeper on that. But a lead magnet is a great way. Things like adding call to actions on your blogs or any sort of written content that you do. So, create a visual image using on Canva. Um, say, "Hey, go join, go over here, click on this link, go over here, and subscribe to our mailing list." But give them a reason to do it. Don't just say, "Join my mailing list," because people go, "Yep, yeah, so why? Why would I do that?" Give them an incentive. Tell them why they want to be doing that. What's in it for them? Okay, you've got to go a step further. Things like collaborations and partnerships. When you're doing those as well. Focus on list building. So, if you're doing something with a collaborative partner, talk about, um, you know, and in, in your call to action could be hey, stay connected with us by um, simply signing up to our um, newsletter. Sorry, and I hate the word newsletter, so don't call it that, but sign up to our list and again, incentivize them to do that. If you're doing webinars at the end of the webinar, invite people to follow you um, and go here and you can join up, you know, again, get this free lead magnet um, or, you know, sign up to this. Newsletter and again, I use that as because most people understand that. But as I said, don't call it a newsletter. Have incentives. Um, You know, give people um, sign people up for a competition. Although, just be mindful about quality over quantity with that. If you're using competition, some people just want to win something. They're not necessarily the the right people. Email marketing swaps. Um, If you're going to do collaborations in that way, if you've got a podcast, when you get to the end of the podcast, ask people to um, again. Get your free download. That's another way of getting them on your list. Um, add them to video t- um, tales. So when you filmed a video and you've popped it up on YouTube, again, put a link to a to a lead magnet and get them to download that to add them to your list. If you're at events, um, you know a client of mine recently did, did an event and they got um, some really nice postcards done up with a QR code. So at the event, people could literally scan it and put their details in, and they got them onto their list. So there's lots of different ways of doing it. Get a bit creative. Do what works for you, but always be looking for ways to grow your list directly. You don't want to be focusing on growing fans on social media. You want to be focusing on growing your own list. So, what are the practical things that you can do from here to do that? Well, the first thing, of course, is you have to have a database set up. Now, I'm not talking about a an Excel spreadsheet, although if you're really starting from um, scratch, that could be a way to do it. As in just in terms of collating all that client data and the past client data. But ideally, you want to set up one of the platforms like MailChimp or ActiveCampaign, Vision6. There's a whole bunch of them. Most of them are free to, to get started with um, and create um, a, 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 an account and then set that up. Okay, so that's step number one. So create something simple as that. Then you want to make sure that you're segmenting your list as well. So what I often see people doing is they will just send one email out to their entire database. It doesn't matter how relevant it might be. So recruitment is a good one where you've got clients and candidates. Um, a client doesn't want to get an email about a candidate's um, candidate content and vice versa. So they should be separated. If I'm in Brisbane, I don't want to hear about stuff that's happening in Sydney. So they should be separate lists. So remember to try and make your list relevant and you want to always want to be personalizing. And again, we'll talk about that one more in another episode. Also go ahead and create um, an email footer or call to action banners that can be used on your blogs and your email and so forth. Again, it's a reminder of here's a free lead magnet. Um, Go and get it. Just give me your email address and you can have it. That's the simplest way of growing a list. Okay. Very simple, easy to do, costs nothing. Will take probably 15 minutes to set up. If you don't have a lead magnet, which we've been talking about, then set one up. Okay, create one. Now, it doesn't need to be something that this is a massive big project that's a 20-page document. Start with something simple. What is a problem that your client audience has? How can you solve that problem and create, whether it's a checklist or it could be an an in-demand video that they subscribe to or something that's really simple and quick and easy for you to create that you use as a lead magnet to get people onto your list. And again, we'll, we'll talk about lead magnets in a different episode. But again, it's one of the simplest ways of growing your list. And then you want to be regular com- regularly communicating once you've got that set up. And again, we'll talk more about that. But you want to have that um, ongoing communication because it's keeping you top of mind and having that touch point. And always... Um, make sure you add in there, you know, share options. So if you like this, share it with a friend or share it with someone else in your network because that's another way to build your list. Because if someone's really enjoying the content that you're putting out, then chances are that they know someone else who will also like that content. So there's a bit of an overview. Now, that is why you should be swapping ads, Facebook ads, and Instagram ads for ads, ads of people on your database or mailing list or whatever the hell you want to call it okay can you see the value in that there is so much more power and you have so much more control over what you're doing with your database and how you're using that effectively to market your business over spending more and more money for less and less results on the likes of facebook and instagram and hey i get it it's easy to do they they Pop that blue button in front of you, like create an ad or boost this post and whatever. And you think, oh yeah, what's ten dollars? What's twenty dollars? What's fifty bucks? And then before you know it, can really blow through hundreds, hundreds of dollars with really having no thought in it. Now, I'm not saying that Facebook ads are not right, um, right for everyone, because there are certainly different industries, as I mentioned, that they can work really well for. But they should be part of a bigger plan and a bigger picture, and not used as a standalone tactic as well. And what I'm finding. Um, because I work with service-based businesses, is that for most B2B service-based businesses, they aren't the best tactic to be using to market your business. So as I said, for most service-based businesses, spending time adding people to your database makes more sense than spending all that money on Facebook ads. So I hope this episode uh, has explained why and provided you with some practical next steps. We're going to dive deeper into some of those topics on other episodes of the sales without socials podcast but that's it for today so thank you for tuning in until next time would you like to know how your business can make sales without using social media then a great place to start is with my free download aptly name social free sales in it i share seven ways to supercharge your sales without a single social media post and did i mention it's free you'll find it at saleswithoutsocials.com.au these are just a few thought starters, and I cover much more juicy content in the Sales Without Social program. So sign up for the wait list if that sounds good to you. And you'll also find links in the episode show notes as well. Until next time you tune in, never let anyone know your marketing sparkle.